Sit back, turn the ship over to your covas and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me, as always, is Commander Mal for the win. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organisation, we find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just wanted to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. And listeners like you are like, the, oh, the, oh, what, somebody... An excellent segue. I, it, it was, I, I butchered it. It was going well <laughs> and then I butchered it, man. I'm not going to lie. But um, we have uh, had a listener. We have we have occasional listeners um, write into us and we, we do our very best to um, to schedule them in. But we have had um, Commander Phantom Cruise yep. has um, got in touch with us and said, hello, yes, please, I would very much like to be on the, on the podcast. And yep. this is one of my favorite types of interview yeah. that we do. Yeah. Yeah, not a content creator, uh, maybe not somebody you've run into in the game before. Uh, so we're we're talking to we're literally talking to one of you, the listeners of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so th- we get to these are the people that uh like talking to to listeners and talking to just off the street commanders who are not content creators is, is always really exciting for me because a lot of times what drives me when I'm playing the game is the content that I I'm creating or I plan to create. Right. Um, And I, I, I lose a little bit of the, I'm doing this just because I love flying a spaceship. Right. Mm. And, and talking to people who that is the reason they're in elite is always kind of like, refreshing and centering for me yeah um and i think i think as con that those of us who are content creators tend to be just a smidge self-absorbed just a smidge (laughs) just a little Um, it's I mean, that's not necessarily a bad trait to be confident about um, the the content that you create and be confident about um, things that you put forward. However, it is also quite nice to talk to someone who is outside of that bubble of constant content creation. Right, right. There's one thing, one thing that content creators do sometimes have a habit of being is a little bit self-centered, just a smidge. Yeah. Yeah, just just, just manage. <laughs> yeah, and and we also have the the tendency to um to kind of like self isolate with other content creators, mm-hmm. um and and sort sort of stick in those circles because either we're working on we we need to talk with each other to make sure our content is over, isn't overlapping, or in instances where we're doing stuff together, we want to make sure that our content is aligned. Um, yeah, and we lose touch a lot of times with the the people we we typically play with casually where they're, yeah. where we're not worried about that. So. Um, it's again it's it's really good for me to to have conversations like this with uh with commander every every person you know 
because everybody's got a story as well. It's not, it's not well. If they don't create content, they're not going to have they're not yeah. going to have anything worthwhile to say. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you that Commander Phantom Cruise is going to come on and he's going to be like, "This is." He's going to tell us something, or he's going to give us some bit of um, information that we're going to be absolutely blown away by. Yeah. Or, yep. Um, it. It. I just. I just love talking to people. I think that's the the best thing. <laughs> it's just the yeah. best thing. I love it so much. Commander Phantom Cruise, welcome on in. Um, it's very good to have you here. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a real honor for you to have me on the show, honestly, because. Uh, when you announced that you had the you, you were looking for interviews, and I thought, oh, okay, this would be cool, this would be fun. So I, I sent you that PM on Discord, and you said, yeah, okay, cool. And I thought, okay, hang on, I've never even heard this show before. I had to go listen to some episodes, see what it's about, um, because you know, I'm, I'm as long as I've been playing Elite Dangerous, I'm still new to the actual content creator community. So, right, you know, I went I, I went up on Spotify, I saw your shows, and I'm going through the list. Uh, by the way, I love the way you've titled the episodes. It reminds me of Friends. But I'm going yeah. through the list, and I see. <laughs> And I see these huge names. You got Phoenix to Fire. You got the Burpit Crew, Watherspoon, Beetlejuice, members of freaking Frontier Developments. And I'm just here in the corner, like, hi, I, I have Elite Combat. Can I come play too? Am I cool? <laughs> so it, it is an absolute honor for you to get to have me on the show. It's very humbling, and I'm very thankful because you know I, I'm not a content creator. I am just a content consumer and a player of Elite. And I really hope to to contribute, and I'm really happy to contribute to the community on this level. So thank you very much. Yes, absolutely, it's our pleasure. Um, it, I'm 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 just I will share with you the fact when we when we don't know when we don't know the commander, there is or the the person that we're interviewing. Like uh, I I haven't really I have we barely had any um interaction before this. There's something really nice about just sitting down and chatting to people about something that we love. Absolutely. Yep. And, and that um, was kind of one of the, that yeah, was one ahead. of the driving things for us in doing this podcast was to like, get to know each other a little bit better, you know, uh, as just as commanders and as, you know, participants in the community, you know, regardless of who you are. So like mm. if, you know, David Braben was on the podcast. We would be talking to him in the same way because the equalizer for everybody, whether you're just started playing today or you're the guy who invented the game is that <laughs> you're a commander when you log in and you yeah. sit in your cockpit, you know, we all have those same experiences and, and that's what we wanted to get people on the podcast to talk about. Right. And I love that. And I, I love how respectable you guys are, how positive you guys always are. And I, 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 I've been binging your show while at work. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's really cool. I'm really excited to, to get going with this and, and to meet you both as well. You guys are fantastic individuals and I'm very excited to, to get going. Uh, my head, I won't be well, able to get you. out of the door. My head's going to be so big. <laughs> um, if you can, if you can just start by just confirming your commander name and how long you've been playing Elite Dangerous. Ah, yes. Okay. So I am indeed F Commander Phantom Cruise. Uh, it is, uh, Cruise is not spelled traditionally, C R U Z E. Uh, and I have been playing since about mid to late 2014. Uh, basically, I, uh, uh, pardon me. Uh, 2013 was a little bit of a rough time in my life. I had 
just joined the army. I went through boot camp. I had a problem with my knees at cartilage loss. Uh, eventually got mm-hmm. discharged. 2014 rolled along. I was going through a depressive episode. I was staying at home, you know, unemployed. I w- wasn't really in a good place. So I needed something to do with my time to just distract myself. And um, I had watched a, an episode of Zero Punctuation where Yahtzee did a fantastic job making Elite Dangerous look like an absolute steaming pile. <laughs> and it ne- never in my life has a bad review of a game made me want to play it more. <laughs> I was I like, I have to get this nice. game. I thought I'd seen every single zero punctuation at least twice. And the fact that I haven't seen an Elite Dangerous one means that it was so forgettable. <laughs> I, just I just haven't made the 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 um the connection. You, you, know? put, you put a mental block up. It's, it's like, <laughs> hey, dangerous, absolute. That episode did not happen. <laughs> yeah, no, it it was great. It was hysterical. It was funny, and you know, I like I like his thing. That's that's his that's his thing. But like mm-hmm. when I yeah. saw it, I'm like, you know, I got to see this for myself because it sounds an awful lot like Skyrim, but in space, mm-hmm. as far as the freedom goes. So I did mm-hmm. a little research. The way I like to go about things is to just learn on my own i watched some raw gameplay footage you know none, none of this developer pre-rendered stuff you know so i looked up some stuff and that's how i, I actually figured out that the frame shift drive even existed before i started playing because i heard of some of your other guests on the show didn't know that existed uh mm-hmm. so I, I, I didn't make the wait two hours come back see it's still two days of a trip uh mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thankfully i had that but yeah once i got into it it was it, it, the rest is history because I've been loving it on and off ever since I've been playing kind of casually. I've actually only just hit elite this year, uh, which tells you how casually I've been playing. Yeah. Why? But yeah. D- depends but on the it. elite though. To yeah. Be fair. yeah. Yes, true. that's true. It was combat elite, combat elite. <laughs> I was going to say, if it was elite trade, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> maybe trade, maybe get a bigger ship, carry some more stuff or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, so that you was, said army. Do you, do you mind if I ask what was your MOS? Uh, I went in as an 11 Bravo. Nice. Um, so you, you probably went to basic at Benning then. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did one station unit training there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right near my hometown. I was a uh, 31 Sierra two zero. So satellite communication sergeant. Um, oh yeah. You were in the Navy. I heard you mention, right? No army army. Actually. Oh, you were army. Oh, I'm, yeah. I apologize. My apologies. No, I work with a lot of Navy guys. I did it. Uh, I did a joint service rotation to, uh, to headquarters, us European command. So I got to work with a bunch of people, air force and Navy and Marines and stuff like that. That is, but, that is fantastic. Hey, thank you for okay. your service, sir. Oh yeah. And, and you too. I mean, I, I'm actually dealing with cartilage issues in my knees right, like right now. Oh, it's no. been 15 years since I've gotten out and it's finally caught up with me. So oh, no, yeah, no, that's yeah. <laughs> not fun. Not fun. I yes, do not get it. No. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I, I was about to say that I feel like this is the, um, this is the season of talking to, talking to army veterans, but I feel yeah. like almost every other episode or every mm-hmm. few episodes, we speak to somebody who has some military background or yeah. some relation to that. It's really fascinating, right? And I just want to get off the bat right here. I'm not, I'm not trying to take any credit or valor or anything like that. I, I am not indeed prior service or veteran. I did get out because of boot camp, so I, I don't want to step on anyone's toes here. That's gotcha. But, you know that 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 is the backstory of uh, honestly how I got to elite. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> And for me, like the fact that you, uh, like, I hold nothing against people like at all who 
have joined the service and ended up getting uh, getting out for uh, you know failure to adapt or a medical reason or an right, injury or right. something during basic or even AIT because it's the fact that you went in and signed that paper and said I'm willing to do this. At that point, for me, you became a veteran. You became a fellow service member. Um, so just going, I mean, just going in and saying this is something that I want to do for me, um, you know, I mean, that's that's the important part. That, that's that's the hard part is is moving from civilian to uh, to to military. Yeah. yeah, it was absolutely a transition because it's not a job; it's a way of life. And even yeah. just oh, just yeah. boot camp, it is it is a rewiring. So, yeah, um, you know, absolutely. I got a lot of respect for everyone who who even makes it through basic as well. Yeah. Yep. So, so why was it was it really that zero punctuation that got you into elite in the first place? That was like the driving fact factor. That was even how I even heard about the game because I had never heard of elite prior to this. You know, I'm only born in '92. I I didn't know about all the previous iterations. So when I right. first heard about this, you know, like oh, this sounds interesting. You know, I like my simulators. I like my yeah. So it was it was really cool to see because I had heard about other games. You know, I heard about the development of No Man's Sky. You know, there was other smaller space games, but they didn't scratch that itch like I figured Elite would. So I was very happy to make that purchase when I did. Tell me about nice. your first time logging in. Um, I genuinely don't remember it. Um, I do remember really? it being quite a steep curve. I do remember the tutorials being YouTube links. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So learning, learning was a challenge, but once you get the hang of it, it's like riding a bike. It's tough at first, but once you get it, you got it. And it's so again, my early times in elite dangerous aren't very fond. I do remember kind of doing what Yahtzee said you do is you start as a, as a space bum. You, you collect some crap, you sell it at a station to make a few <laughs> bucks before you buy your first real, like, um, you know, job specific ship. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish there was. So if there's anybody listening who has not played elite before, when you start, you start out in a lone sidewinder. Oh yeah. I've, I've always thought it would be interesting if like, you kept the loan, the loaned sidewinder for too long. Like some thugs or mafia people would come looking for you. Like, <laughs> Hey man, you've had a spaceship for a long time. You're going to give that back or what? Like you owe us some money. You know, oh, like, yeah. you, know, you, know, you I, have to I, run from them or pay them off. You know, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I always used to joke about, you know, like when I'd help my friends get into the games, I'm always trying to get more people to play with me. And I'd always joke about like, listen, the game doesn't do you very much help. It's it's, it's a 20 to your collar, gives you a swift pat in the butt and wishes you the best of luck. And all you got to drive is like a Vauxhall Astro or Toyota Corolla equivalent. <laughs> you know? yep. So so what I like to do when I, you know, what I like to do when I get these my new friends involved and everything is I take them out to a resource extraction site, give them a few bucks. Instead of, you know, a 20, I give them a hundred. And instead of just, you know, letting them go, I say, here, here's a hallway. Here's our doors. This is, you know, this is this path, this path, this path. What ship do you, I'll tell you what ship kind of works best with that. And so they get that first ship. I'm not, I try and I do my best not to ruin the experience so that they get everything right off the bat. But right. I feel like that's a much better experience to get started in the game to prevent someone from, you know, your first base crash, make you rage quit. You know, you, yeah. you can't find a job. You first rage quit, you know, and at the same time, it also, in my head prevents one more toxic player in the community. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't want a griefer come in because they had a sour time in the beginning. They think that's all it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
or or they they're looking to revisit that on other people like their initial experience was bad so they they now want to propagate that for other commanders so that they right. they don't get to enjoy it either and in no they way think that's what the game is <laughs> right and in no way am i trying to bash on gankers or pvpers or players who, who have a good who have because it's their game they've paid money for it they're free to play it as they please because that's what fdev intended and that's yeah. fine but yeah. my goal is to just to make a slightly more happier community yeah yeah Yep. Um, what is, if any, the story behind your commander name? Oh, okay. I got, this is a two parter. Cause I heard one of your other okay. stories about, about how you got your name. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, my first, the first story is, is a really simple one. Uh, Phantom Cruise came, uh, from an old game called guns, the duel, uh, spelled G U N Z. Uh, it was a third person shooter, kind of like counter-strike, but just throw in some matrix and everyone's running on the walls. You got parkour <laughs> swords, flying or rocket launchers. It was absolutely chaotic, but I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And each of the yeah. guns and weapons had their own name. The one that stuck out to me, to my little 2003 middle school ed- 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 edgelord butt, was the Phantom Cruise. It was a pair of revolvers. Uh, the cruise was spelled more traditionally, and I'm like, wow, that sounds cool. And I was like, this close to putting X's on either end of the name, you know, and uh, it kind of just stuck. <laughs> I've been using it. Since, that was my, that's been my internet handle since 2003, and I've loved it. And I've had very few variations from that. Nice. Uh, but that other story. story, yeah. All right, but here's that other story. I heard you tell about how you got your name, Mal, and there was a time when I was in boot because I have attention deficit disorder. Sitting still is very, very, very difficult for me. So I'm always like, you know, twitching, moving around, wiggling my knees, you know, and whatnot. So there's one day I'm on CQ with some buddies, the 24 hour CQ where we're sitting answering phones, which right. was a nightmare. But uh, there's four of us, three of them go to use the bathroom. And while they're gone, my ADD uh, had me going through the drawers of the desk where I had found <laughs> a bag of those barrel cleaner extension bars that kind of screw into each other end to end. Right. It was a bag full of them. And by the time they had come back, there was about three of them wall to wall in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the name Twitch stuck because they said, this is why we can't leave Twitch alone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see I, that. <laughs> But that that I could never carry that over to the gaming world because you got the Twitch platform for streaming. You, right. you know that's that's, that's going to be taken first time anytime games have online names. So I, I went with the default Phantom Cruise. Nice, nice. Uh, it makes a, that makes a lot of sense. I I imagine Twitch is I imagine Twitch has taken a lot more places than Phantom oh, Cruise. Yeah. Might be. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. another beautiful thing is every <laughs> single game I've gone to, no one's got Phantom Cruise. So which is that's another boon why I stuck with it. That's, yeah, that's good. I have a I have a um, I have like a backup like that. I mean I mean Psychit isn't particularly common. Um, there is there is a um, I've spoken about this before. There's a um korean photographer who oh. uses who uses it in some places and i'm like <laughs> okay um but the um, but the other one is um like i have a i have a D name um obviously mm-hmm. but i have like uh, many D names but this one character that i was <laughs> using when i was babby 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 psychic over there who um <laughs> Uh, who who normally will fill any gaps that that one doesn't, and it's quite nice when you're playing like in you know, like RPG games. It's quite nice to have a, a first name and a surname as yes, well. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of miss yep. that with Psychic a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, there have been forms I've filled out where I've said first name Mao, last name for the win. For the win. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> do you um do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction at all? Um, I've actually been on the hunt for one lately um, because I've you know I've done a whole bunch of stuff in the league. I've been playing for as long as I have, and I've done the solo thing. And I said, you know, I'm going to look for some. I'm going to look for something new. Make my own little end game. And I was going to look for a, a squadron who had a minor faction that was just getting started, help them get up to ranks. Um, and I've been bouncing between a whole bunch that are unfortunately so inactive. Um, so I'm kind of still on the hunt for one now. Uh, but otherwise, no, I'm kind of just doing my own thing. Fair enough. Fair yep. enough. So Terry Records always, um, always looking for people, as, as I imagine Dogs of Law probably are. Yeah, yeah. You we'll know, we'll, we'll, we'll take anybody, you know. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Cool. I'll get with you after the show. Well, the doors are always open. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Same, same beautiful, beautiful little places in the galaxy, both of both of our factions. Where yeah, I'm just looking to friends. dabble in the BGS a little bit, so I'll get yeah. to know it a little better. Yeah, ours is, yeah. Ours is terrible. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know whether or not it's going to be fixed by the time, um, by the time this comes out but it's th- this ticks everywhere the bgs is in yeah. shambles is um, it? yeah yeah it's, it's it's not doing well it's it's, and a, it's, it's, it's the system time. itself it's not yeah it's not the individual factions or what we're doing as players it's oh, just gotcha. something is broken in the back end and yeah. we're not really sure what it is and frontier hasn't really said anything about it we're just hoping that at some point whatever is wrong they can figure it out and get it patched because yeah, yeah. bgs is so much fun like it when really you when is. you when you can run it properly um and you can see the effects that you and your friends in the game can have it's so rewarding it's so much fun I, that's yeah that's what one of my biggest draws was to it is to 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 feel like I'm part of something that's actually absolutely. happening yeah. i yeah. think um the thing the the thing that got to me and i know this is a huge tangent but the thing that got to me with the um, with the bgs being a little bit squiffy i started to think is it me am i the one who's messing this up <laughs> and, then, and then i was like no clear. you you've gone from a you've gone from like a, a 70 a 70 um, system faction to a one system faction <laughs> the least that you oh. can do would be, be be able to deal with that and we did uh, before everything all um before Hawaii, um odyssey came and um everything went weird we were doing relatively well and then it's just mm, it's all gone to <laughs> yeah <laughs> no matter what i use whatever I want, all, nothing's right nothing works out <laughs> yep um do you use any resources um uh, when you're playing elite, like external resources, websites or tools or anything like that? Um, you know, up until recently, I kind of just stuck to EDDB or, uh, down to earth. Um, again, cause I, I like, I like learning and discovering things on my own, figuring things out the hard way. For example, right. if I want to go to an engineer and see, oh, like I want to make a better shield or something like that, or, oh, like I'm, I realize I'm way short on these engineering mats. I see it as not, ugh, I gotta go grind. I see it as, oh, that's more time in the game. That's more time for me to do something. That's more, more time per dollar that I spent on this game that I feel <laughs> I've, I've earned. And, uh, I value that a lot. But recently, you guys, uh, is an, are my new resources for help because you actually have a channel 
on your Discord for help. And <laughs> you helped me recently with a glitched mission that I eventually figured out the mission, in fact, was it's broken itself. But the speed and, and the, the, the driving force of how much you guys showed you wanted to help was awesome and fantastic. So I'm going to be relying on that a lot more now, too. Yeah, no, we have a Kremen, yes, yeah. and he's, he's awake yeah. all the time. <laughs> he never <laughs> sleeps. He oh, never so. has anything else to do. He just sits by his computer waiting for someone to post he do, he does on have the other Discord. Things to do. He, that is cool. He does have other things to do. Um, and um, it's, I, I mean, he just, he, he really does like, like to get like his, his forearms stuck right into any problems. So that is great. Cause that's why I like Very to do true. this. I mentioned before helping people is just, it's fun and it's rewarding of its own. Um, but yeah, other than that, I didn't use many other tools. Inara to me has always been like Spacebook for elite. You know, I just, it's always been a social media. I've never really yeah. used it for tools. I just, it's, it's cool for me to show off my ships and talk to other members. But beyond that, I couldn't understand the tools. It really wasn't something yeah. until quite recently, um, until we spoke to Mac Winston, I didn't realize quite how much information Inara had about me on this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was like, wait a second. So it really like- is like Facebook. Then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that at first either. I, I kind of thought it was just, a, you know, a platform for tracking, you know, sort mm. of like, uh, basically like, EDDB with a different interface is what I thought it was. And then I found out there's this whole other side where it like, it can read your logs and generate flight maps for you. And there's right, all yeah, this, they got all these like, third party programs. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's a ton of, of stuff in there and it, it really is. That's a really apt description is it's kind of like Facebook for elite dangerous. Yeah. Just big old Facebook. Yep. Okay, so moving away from um, software now and looking at hardware, what what um, control scheme do you use when you're playing? Ah, uh, since day one, I've been on a PlayStation controller, and really? uh, okay. uh, yeah, nice. I, I I literally have not even moved my ship with a keyboard a single time with an attempt. I just went straight to the controller. I jumped right into the keybinds. I made sure I knew where everything was. I wanted to be ready. I was. Yeah, and I, there was a, obviously with only having so many buttons on a controller, you, you still have to rely on a keyboard for certain binds. But in my head, I just thought, oh, that's just my control panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's really cool. Um, I, I don't think we've talked to anybody who has been like, oh, no, day one controller. And except for maybe Psykit, you started with a, a controller. Day one controller. Yeah. Day one controller. But this, I think, and, and I'm with, with you as well. Um, when people say when people say how did you ever play with just a controller i'm like i didn't just have a controller i was on pc no, exactly, as well exactly you know exactly. It, I, I could i could like reach forward and press a button and do things i think like with with lex earlier i went through um earlier in the season i went through kind of a little bit about what my what my keys are on the keyboard and even with my hotas I'm still using some of those same keys on the keyboard because the keyboard oh, yeah. hasn't gone away and it's what you're familiar with as well. Well, I mean, when you compare, point. when you compare any controller, Kotas, whatever, it only has up to like maybe 50 buttons. If you're really pushing a keyboard it has 104 or right. so. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's undeniable what, it, what its purpose and function could yeah. be. Yeah. And, and the, the other thing about the keyboard is, and you can program this with some, some joysticks and some controllers and stuff is you've got 104 to 120 keys. If it's got like some extra function keys or something like that. And then right. you've got a shift button 
and a control button right. and an alt button and a mm-hmm. shifting control you can hold together and exactly. a control and alt you can hold together and a and shift that- control and alt. You- <laughs> so you've just multiplied the number of keys by four. You've got nearly 500 keys on your keyboard. Right? Exactly. And you can do the same thing on a controller as well. For for example, my PlayStation controller circle doesn't do anything. That's my extra buttons key. So if I hold circle gotcha. and push another button, now I have all those controls. So that and combined with voice attack is really simplified and, and you um made it made a much more fluid experience when it comes to controlling yeah. things. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I, I love having voice attack running when um, my computer died not too long ago. Oh, and, no. uh, I, I didn't have my most recent, uh, you know, like I, I have the default, I use HCS voice packs and then I have a, a mouth for the wind profile. That's got like specific commands that I've programmed yep. that kind of yep. runs on top of it. And I, I didn't have the most recent version backed up when my computer worked. Oh, and no. I was so sad and I still haven't gotten around to like <laughs> rebuilding it because I'm just so depressed. I've just been like, I'm not going to use it's voice a attack. process. Oh it's yeah. So- <laughs> Anytime I had a dry spell where I took a break from lead and I was thinking, Oh, I should start playing again. I realized, no, then I got to set a voice attack. Yeah. So it was just another month of not playing elite. Um, uh, so and also recently voice attack has had this thing where, you know, it's integrated with the game. It can actually tell when your landing gear is down or if your lights are already on. So if you say, do this, it's like, no computer says no. Um, and that's I, while as great as that is, I felt it was very limiting because I, when I, I started using voice attack, it was very early on. You could customize everything. And now I got to jump through hoops just to change the voice trigger for the command, let alone what the actual command does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I moved away to just literally only using my own custom profile. And I just kind of pop Kate, uh, Kate's voices on top of them myself. Cause that's yeah. the pack I had. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I actually, uh, it did that when they first went to that kind of like lockdown profile. That's exactly what I did too. Mm-hmm. And I think it, at some point Malik did that Malik VR did that and, uh, and never went back to using a voice pack. He like builds really? his own. That's like literally as many commands as an ACS voice pack. And then some it's right. gigantic. And he, of course, you know, having um, like coding experience, he's, he's generated code and okay. stuff too. Yeah, so he can yeah. say like, say one word and it were one command and it will like go out, pull something from the API, drop it into an aura and then pull the content from an aura oh, and man. drop it into another program and then display it on screen. Like it's insane. And the if, level if they, of integration he has, if they don't already work for them, they have to. Right. Yeah. See, now uh, most of whatever I use it for is whatever I can't fit on my controller. Don't feel like reaching my keyboard for, or like pip macros. When I say power yeah. one, it like pre- yeah. presets my my pips to that while I'm in combat, which is convenient. Because I only have I'm two like, thumbs, I can move my thumbs so much. <laughs> mine is pretty much lights. <laughs> 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 and here are other people who are like they say you know make me dinner and it literally makes them dinner in the other room while they're playing and i'm like cargo scoop <laughs> well and Warlord you know what is I, nonsense I, as well crikey yeah no oh, it is Warlord, Warlord, Warlord 383 yeah he's got like a full like r2d2 programmed in oh, so wow. he's like he's like set to one and he's and it changes his pips and puts him into combat mode and just it's like that insane. is fantastic well it is a fantastic piece of software in and of mm. itself yeah. i've actually used yeah. it in other games i tested it out in fallout 4 a while back and sim- similar commands were like let's say I, I did a little head role play where if i'm in my armor suit well i forgot what it's called power right. armor the power uh, armor I said, yeah i just said deploy hard points and it drew my weapon out 
<gasps> and, and it works because it's just a DirectX uh, connection. Oh. It just, it just, it's a macro. It just, it's a voice macro. So all you have to do is tell it to push a keybind, and it will. So I've tried this in many, many other games, even all the way to GTA. Say, hey, call Lester, and it pop up my phone, Ooh, scroll through nice. my contacts. Uh, it, it works in some ways, some ways it doesn't, but it, it yeah. is quite a versatile yeah. tool. Uh, so I, I highly suggest people like use it in other games just to see. I've yeah. watched Fiery Toad, who obviously does like so much with vo- voice attack because um, he he works on the bloody thing. But yeah. um, I've watched <laughs> um, I've watched him use voice attack and solely voice attack to play XCOM before. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's and insane. That was wild to me because it was like little pit, like pitching to the different directions and then Ooh. selecting the squares and all of that. Everything was done via voice attack. And it was, yeah. it's so, it, it, again, it's such a versatile. A versatile I love piece technology. Of like, oh, technology is yeah. amazing. <laughs> we live it's in beautiful. the future and it's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> Um, what would you say you're best at in uh, in Elite Dangerous? What's your forte? Mm, uh, this is one of the questions I didn't prepare for. Um, <laughs> I, think what, I mean, it's probably what I've been doing most is is just PVE bounty hunting yeah. uh, in, okay. in Hazrest sites and nav beacons. You know, I, I've I've got builds on almost all my ship that just meant for longevity uh, you know not really like one shotting two shotting these people because i know people argue there's a meta for combat and maybe not necessarily pve but you know i've been doing it for so long it's been my primary source of income in the game and what i just know the best right. um, so i i would just say that's where that's where my my strengths are as far as elite goes that makes sense what do you um what do you enjoy doing the most is it same or um it, it's two things it's uh helping newer players get into the game and assisting them because there's nothing more rewarding than watching a player get good and yes. come back and get and just see, see the progress that you've helped them and oh now they're enjoying the game um and i know that's that works because there was one time i helped the buddy i got i took him to a hazard i got him up to a, an a-ranked viper mark four Gave him that swift pat in the butt. Said good luck. Two weeks later, he came back in a cutter, and I just <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm doing something right, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, that's wonderful. And the other I thing I it. like doing, um, the other thing I like doing is just do my own little headcanon role plays with my buddies, the few friends that I do play with once in a while. You know, we kind of got this little thing going since Odyssey dropped. Especially we're going out on foot, um, just kind of making our own story, and that's what the beauty of this game is: is we can write our yeah. own story. We're not the hero, which is great in some cases, but I'm. I've been the hero in so many games. I, I want to yeah. just be a cog in a machine and see yeah. the results still happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So when we have that freedom to like, Hey, let's just go raid this base real quick. And we come up with a store, we get our plots, we get our something uh, like my, I, ha- I'd only have one commander, but because of hollow me, I can play two different tunes and characters and so on. So I have yeah. one that isn't technically a commander, doesn't own a ship or anything like that, but flies around with his buddy and his ship. And, you know, so we, he, he's up in the sky running support, hitting them with the dumb fire rockets. I'm taking out the turrets from below, touch, shutting the power down. And we just, we make our own fun out of it. Yeah, nice. absolutely. That's awesome. Nice. That's so cool. That's so I'm, cool. I'm having, having flashbacks to high school where you have that one friend who doesn't have a car, but he always tags along, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that guy, but in space, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is there is there any area of elite that you don't participate in that you'd like to? Uh, it would be exploration. Um, I th- I don't do enough of that. Um, I like I like the idea of going to Barnard's Loop, and I never have. The farthest I've gone from the bubble is to that one Guardian site to get the FSD booster. Um, so, right. I, in in the seven years I've been playing, I, it's it's kind of sh- quite shameful to say I haven't even gone to Colonia. Um, but that's something I do wish on doing. Um, I've been kind of getting the motivation. It's more of a, it's not a lack of trying; it's lack of wanting because it's scary. It really is really yeah. scary out there. Yeah. Um, but I've been throwing together DBX. I've been thinking about it. I've been trying to. I, I never really got around to plotting the roots. And I, I'm so afraid to do it wrong because I'll go somewhere, honk, scoop, and go, and then realize I've missed out on Earth like. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth I it. Don't it's fine. <laughs> missed out on Earth like. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> That's a really good point. You literally not like when the when the Earth like um hunt CG was on, um oh, yeah. Mal Mal legitimately yeah. missed out on an Earth like. And I oh, know no. this because I found the system where he's found the other system live on stream and she's like, oh, look, Mal's been here. These are all Mal's first discovered Mal, Mal. And then she's like, wait a minute, there's an Earth like here, and he didn't map it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> like i have no idea why i wouldn't have mapped it that makes no sense at all oh no <laughs> does that um does that mean that you've not you've not been as far to unlock palin yet as well is, is that an engineer the... yeah. yeah well there's your answer yeah no oh, i've okay. been very comfy in my corner doing a little bit of bounty hunting and Pat's i just poor nebula. Pat's <laughs> poor nebula it's it's 5k out you'll be fine oh, I promise. okay it's 5k out just go turn around come back just for first journey you um, got that's it all right that's all you need to do so- cats for nebula <laughs> So have you done have you done any engineering on your ships? I know you said you got the Guardian FSD booster. Yes, I've done all okay. the engineering that's local. I've got ships that, okay. you know, um, for example, I had a Corvette. I love the Corvette. Fell in love with the Corvette. Uh, absolutely appalled with its jump range. And I said, the first thing I'm doing is getting this thing above 20 light years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I made that a priority. I went to Farseer Inc. And, and so on and so forth. So I got about a 30-something light year Corvette. That's fine. It nice. can get places now. Um I've, I've done some dabbling in, you know, again, the longevity builds, uh, as right. well as um, I have this one ship. I call it my my white mage ship, which is ironically painted black. It's an Imperial Clipper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's an Imperial Clipper. I know you like it. I know you like yep. the Clipper. Yep. Um, but it's basically got two gimbaled beam lasers facing forward with the regeneration sequence. And I might swap that to the Concordat one. And then t- uh, on the sides, cause it's only got four hard points, but on the sides, it's got two turreted beam lasers with thermal events set to fire at will. And it's a purely support ship. It's not meant to pull aggro or do DPS. It's meant to keep my buddies alive. Nice. Um, so yeah. And I, I've, I've only really kind of ran it twice or three times or so, but I've been able to consistently run at 4% heat while keeping shields up because of those turrets. Nice. Very yeah, nice. It's, you put turrets or turrets and maybe gimbal, depending on the weapon, are really the only way that you can you can run stuff on a clipper, unless you want to have four different fire. There are two different fire groups with each 
hard point on a different trigger and fixed. Mm. So you have to like point, point your left engine or your left wing pod at something with a fixed weapon and fire and then swivel the ship so that your next hard point mm-hmm. is pointing and then pull the other mm-hmm. trigger and then switch mm-hmm. fire groups and pull. I've seen people who fly that way and it's like my hat's off to them. Like, yeah, they're, they're, no, it is. they're <laughs> living their best clipper life, but Oh my Lord. <laughs> no, like, not, not with a controller. No. <laughs> Um, so when you're playing and, and you do find some, uh, some folks to hang out with, you're doing stuff with your buddies. Um, is there any particular place that you guys like to hang out and, and work from, or do you just kind of like go where the action is? Um, I've been nestled in this little corner, uh, of, of the Federation space. It's a system called Fusang. Uh, it is a bounty hunter's haven. In my opinion, it's where I take all my buddies. It's I've, I've made it my home system because, uh, Starport, it's a Coriolis that orbits a ringed planet with four resource extraction sites, two low, one medium and two hazardous. And it's wow. a, rel- relatively speaking stone throw away because it orbits the rings. Um, so I've been kind of st- nestling there but you know expanding out here and there for like you know the community events community goals or helping a buddy out out there or if i need to get my imperial rank up for another ship uh, but for the most part i've kind of just been happy in that little spot because it works oh nice nice it's good when you can find something like that like a location that supports your play style and absolutely doing in the game really really well yeah no it, it was it was a gold gold find of its own yeah yeah definitely when you uh, run, go when ahead. You, okay <laughs> <laughs> when you run into trouble in the game i know you mentioned um you mentioned the the vast font of knowledge that is cramming earlier um but when you when you get stuck when you run into trouble is there anywhere in specifically that you would turn to um, it would really depend on the type of trouble, but if it, if it wasn't Google, it was um, down-to-earth astronomy. He is so, so good about that kind of stuff. He's, he's, he just loves to share knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he, he, I swear, he's like Odin of the, of the Elite Dangerous Universe. <laughs> you know? um, so usually I turn to him. Um, otherwise, like I said, I like figuring it out on my own. If I can't figure it out, I'll find out how to figure it out. Yeah. And it is yeah. so much more rewarding, in my opinion, because that way I have a, a knowledge that I can give to other players, but I can know I can do it step by step, not a here's a, a Reddit post with some slightly vague instructions that you might get wrong <laughs> if you miss a step. Or, you know, right. What's your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you while you were playing? Oh, I wrote this one down (laughs) is actually of all my time. I've had a lot of great, fantastic memories, but it was actually very, very recently. I had gotten a friend to start playing with me. He had played once or twice in the way beginning, but then Odyssey launched. I got him back into it and I was showing him the ropes. We were doing a a base raid. We did, we did some Geneva convention crimes and we eliminated a base to get the power reg. He needed to get some tungsten carbide for a suicide. Okay, let's go hit this base. I'll show you the ropes and, we unalived everyone there and I showed them a data port, how to download information while we're there. I was explaining, you know, you can't get too far from it. The download will stop and this and that. And that happened to be a little warehouse storage room with racks and shelves of materials and so on. And there was this one, you know, the video game red barrel. If, and if you know what that is, you know what it does. If you do the wrong thing, uh, we had turned <laughs> our shields off. We were chilling. We're hanging, we're jumping around enjoying the low gravity. He's just outside my field of view and I pop it with my pistol. 
and it goes off. And never in my life have I laughed so hard in Elite Dangerous because I see a ragdoll shoot across my screen from left to right. It was his torso and his limbs following suit behind. And it was, nice. <laughs> I, just, I just see him going across at mock Jesus across my screen. And I, just, I was dying. I hadn't seen something like that since Gary's mod. So, oh, wow. yeah, you know, so that, that was that was so funny to me. That is one of my happiest memories in Elite to date now. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. That's funny. I lo- I really like trolling my friends as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a- <laughs> specifically Kevin. <laughs> yeah, he still wants to give. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. <laughs> Kudos to him and everyone. Everyone for having fun. You know, make your mm. own fun. And I, I, I will die on a hill saying this is the game for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've pretty much, I think we've established this um, based on what you've just said and like what you said all the way. What is it that keeps you logging back in? Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's just the freedom to make my own game, to make my own story. Mm-hmm. It is the, the ability to, yes, be maybe, yes, just be a cog in a machine, but that cog is actually doing something and you right. can see the results of that and yeah, well, I may just be sending my friend across a warehouse via HE or, you know, actually turning over a system to the Federation and so on and so forth. It's the ability to come back and know that that's mine to play with. It's my lump of clay Yeah. that yeah, yeah. other people add clay to, but it's, it's, this is my clay and I can make my story and I can make it mine. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, let's say for argument's sake, that time travel exists. If you could go back to your very first day playing and give yourself one piece of advice as a brand new commander, what would it be? Oh, it would be to, con- to uh, I forgot how to English. Uh, <laughs> do, do the things, do the community goals more. Participate. That's the word, participate. Because I miss out on so many of those because I was so, again, so afraid to travel out and go too far or get ganked. You know, I was, I was a private group solo player for the longest time. Um, but like, I, I feel like I really missed out on a lot of the lore, the story, the events, some of the rewards, and it, it just feeling, again, part of the game. So I, if I would tell myself from day one, like, hey, there's these things called community events get in them you you might screw up a little bit you might either stub your toe or fall down a pit either way you're gonna enjoy the game a lot more yeah yep flipping that over to the future what is there anything specific or what are you hoping for in the future of elite well, I'm going to sound like a broken record to everyone else, but I'm going to say ship interiors. Okay. Uh, and the more yeah. the more people say they want it, the more reason they have to do it because there's always the argument saying like, well, there's no gameplay related to it, or some people are like, well, if I got an anaconda and I'm in a rush, I want to run, you know, a football field to get to my, you know, bridge or something. And I don't know, like someone like me who who likes that freedom and wants to role play and have those experiences, that matters to me. That's the in depth. Uh, uh, experience that I would yeah. like, and you know the argument. Oh, well, if you're in a rush, well, you can just get two buttons. You know, you get the initial board button where you suction cup your head right into the captain's seat. Fine, or you have enter, which gives you the ability to walk about your ship, and that problem. Oh solved. yeah, you know, I like that. That's a that's a good compromise. I don't think I don't think I've heard anybody mention that before. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like that. 
I I have heard people mention that before. Um, I I I feel like shipping twoies is one of the most divisive things as well. Yeah. One of one of the yes, most divisive things within the within the community. I personally am not fussed for shipping twoies. I don't I I don't see a gameplay benefit. But somebody who's played Star Citizen has said, "Oh no, they, there's definitely a gameplay benefit to it." And then yourself, who's like, "I really want to have get up, um shipping twoies." That's all good as well. Um. I, I, I've my my one argument against having a button where you can choose either way, choose to either go into your ship or, or, or like enter your ship properly and walk through everything, or you can choose to skip that. I worry that they've added that frontier adds the whole ship interiors for everyone, and then people get bored of it really quickly and then just use the other button. That would be my one concern in in um. Uh, um, focusing that much time into right, into yeah. a project project and like that. That's completely justified worry and yeah. fear. And um, but my counter to that then would be, you know, like with most things that come out with Elite is they release a, a you know um, a functional piece of content, but then add to it, give it something more. Like let yeah. us have an interior, like the engineers workshop where you pin a blueprint at a at a station, have that in your ship. Yeah. or you know just maybe add more to the odyssey stuff where you scan those biological things and you could hand, remotely hand it in or whatever yeah. you know something something they could add to it later so that it doesn't become a wasted piece of content long down yeah. the line yeah i yeah, would love I, them, for them to do add like mini games around repairing a module oh so yeah you could like hop out of your seat because right now you can't repair the power plant because it powers everything and if you use it to power up an AFMU, the AFMU can't be used to lose the power plant because it has to be online, right? But how cool would it be if you could like run out of your chair and grab a battery and use that to temporarily power the ship? So you've got a countdown timer of you've got X number of seconds of battery time before you have to boot the ship back up. Um, And in that time, there's a mini game where you're like matching up wires or, you know, navigating something through a maze or, you know, some sort of mini game to repair that module. Like new tools on our suit as well. Like, you know, like we got the cutter tool. Let's have an arc welder. Oh yeah. 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 Where you could go through, you could find, I mean, that would be a a fun mini game in itself would be, you know, if there's a hole in your ship that you want to patch, you could go find it you know, and use your oh, yeah. and a piece of, of metal because metal scrap is one of the things that we take to engineers. So if you have a metal scrap, take the metal you scrap in your arc welder and kind of fun. Oh yeah. And you know, tons of tons of ideas out there. We just got to make sure FDEV hears it and does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, like of a flight ship interiors for me. Like I wouldn't, uh, the, it it's not a make or break. I know for some people it's a it's it's like it's top of their list. They have to have it as an improvement. If you know Frontier mm-hmm. doesn't add it soon, Star Citizen's going to run all over them. And for me, yeah, yeah. I, the reason <laughs> I, I play Elite is to fly a ship. If I happen to get ship interiors, I feel about it the same way I feel about you know feet for Odyssey. Is like mm-hmm. hey, if they're going to add it to the game and they can make it worth a, a function worth using. I'm totally down for it. But really elite for me is a fly my spaceship game, you know? So anything they can do to enhance that experience, whether it's ship interiors or walking around on planets, like I'm all for it, but in, in, in my heart of hearts, I don't 
really need it to enjoy elite if that makes sense yeah and i can appreciate that for a lot of people and you know going back to the whole it's your game you paid for it played how you want that's something i would want because i would want that ability to just hang out in my hangar or in that that little that big bay of the anaconda with the glass window or the dolphins or like i I always see that little that yeah (laughs) that that hallway on the bow of the corvette i would want to walk down that and see maybe those are that's where i stick my passenger cabins or my cargoes or my fighter hangar like i that would be so immersive for me and but Mm -hmm. i I, i'm not i'm not saying people are wrong for not wanting it at all i i get those opinions and it's you know well, and, and I think Frontier is pretty good about listening to what the community wants. And when they do get to a point they want to implement something like feet or driving around on the surface in an SRV, mm-hmm. they add it in such a way that there's a benefit to doing it, but there's no detriment to avoiding it. So yeah. if you really never want to leave your ship, you can still play the game and never set foot on a planet or never walk through a concourse. Right. And that's the, I think that's a, a really unique aspect of, of the way that frontier adds content to elite dangerous is that they add it in a non-destructive way. It doesn't alter existing gameplay. It only gives you new avenues and new ways to do things. And I love that because it's not just unique to F dev and how they do it. It's unique to elite as well, because some say, so you get something like Skyrim and you get the, uh, one of the DLCs for the vampires, whether you want to participate now, vampires showing up, start attacking your village, you know, (laughs) (laughs) whereas, you know, the planets are going to come and attack your ship. Right. <laughs> right. And I if they not. do, that's a bug you need to report. <laughs> that's that's, that, that, that's going to hit number one on the issue tracker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of uh, improvements to the game, if you could have one like small quality of life improvement to Elite that wouldn't like break the game or be like a huge change, um, what would it be and why? Ooh, um, I think. Here's one. You know, you can go to a station, you request a, a, a module or your ship to be delivered to you. Yep. Right. Not the other way around. Well, oh, I want to send my ship to another station, have it there ready for me. Oh, yes. You know, yes, please. It's like Carvana for ships or something. And, you know, in, the same, way that, in the same way that you can do your fleet carrier remotely. Is that what you mean? Right. Uh, yeah, that would be one way of doing it. Yeah, because there are times where, you know, I'll throw a ship together to go help my buddies out at, again in bounty hunting or, you know, some trading, but I want to leave the ship there. But, you know, I, I, I go to Shindes to go throw it together because it's a space Walmart now that you hit elite. You know, I, right. I, I, I could have that ready, have it sent there, have it ready for me instead of having to fly all the way out there with yeah. my, you know, and then send it there and then come back all the way. Cause I'm not using it right away anyway, but that's, that that's me and how I play. Yeah. yeah that's, that's then, really and preset loadouts level. for your ship. Preset loadouts. Yeah. You got the first Yeah. Could, yeah <laughs> configurations <laughs> would be really nice. So, you know, great, we can yeah, store please. our modules. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's not like saying um, all preset preset loadouts, then it will automatically buy all the items and put it on for you. I no, like no, stored going, modules, yeah. Yeah, stored modules, and then saying, okay, the ones that you want aren't actually here, but they're here, and it will take X amount of time to come over for you. Yeah. Just something mm, yeah. simple like that. Uh, it's, yeah. it, it's such a pipe dream, and I, I would well, love it. We- 
We always say yeah. simple as armchair coders, but you right. know, we, right. we know that's <laughs> like I mean, this is this is just a little bit of extra, just to say if there's anything that you want. And I love, I love, I I love that idea. I I'd love to yeah. be able to just like click on a drop down and go, okay, yep, perfect, done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yep. make it part of the apex uh, function, for example, you know, like, or for as even if for a sake of lore, you know, say, hey, I want to hire apex, fly my ship over there. Yeah. And there would be yeah. a fee for that or something. Yeah. I will pay the earth for something like that. <laughs> if you you, you want to do that, I will pay. I will pay so much because, I mean, let's face it. It doesn't take very long to get a lot of money in Elite, which is which not is anymore. not a failing of the game. It is absolutely not a failing of the game. I'm not beginning to suggest that. I, but no, because well, it's mentioned before the wealth of the game is no longer credits; it's engineer materials. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. you are in, entirely correct. <laughs> that is very true. Yep, but it just makes very true. Um, it makes stuff like that would make it so much easier and so much more palatable for um a lot of um a lot of players who maybe are not coming from an elite dangerous background or an elite background um and are coming from places like like um first person shooters because they've just added mm-hmm. a lot of lot new first person stuff to the game um let's let's give them that instant gratification of getting something over quickly mm-hmm. yeah yeah. yeah. I also think it would, Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it would also um th- thinking specifically about like ship loadouts and thing, things like that, it would help people to explore the areas of the game that they don't that that are kind of like their secondary and tertiary interests. Like if you're all about combat, you build your ships for combat. Right. Mm -hmm. If you want to start exploring, well, now you've got to go out and build an entirely different ship just for exploring. And if you only have enough money to maybe have, you know, to not buy two of that ship and have one always <laughs> geared for exploration and one always geared for combat. Right. You know, it, it does give you the option to go, okay, I can take the ship that I'm most comfortable flying. That's my ship and swap the loadout on it. Now I can go explore without having exactly. to worry about, can I get like, how do I get back to my perfect combat build when I return? Right. Cause yeah. that would benefit newer players who don't necessarily have the capital and more right. longer, you know, longevity players have. Mm. Right. Exactly. What can what can we expect from if from you in Elite Dangerous in the future? What 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 are your plans for the future? Um, ho- hopefully, you know, be a, a be a bigger part of the BGS. You know, get a better understanding of the BGS, better understanding of the the game. I feel like as long as I've been playing, I still only have a surface value of knowledge. Right. So I hope to just learn more and impart more knowledge. Excellent. Nice. Um, do you do you play anything else when you're not playing Elite? Oh yes, I am a racing. <laughs> I am a racing sim fanatic. Oh, really? um, nice. I've been playing a lot of dirt games. Uh, you know, if you're familiar with that one, it's yeah. a lot of rally. Dirt Four and Dirt Rally 2.0 are my two favorites at the time. I was actually just playing some Four before I joined you guys here. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, that's probably. Because I love games where you sit still. I love playing games where VR would be great, but I don't have a VR set. Um, but yeah, Dirt, Dirt's been where I'm at. Forza, Motorsport, uh, Gran Turismo on PlayStation for the longest time as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, I'm not actually. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I and that's awesome. Horizons has been neat and a fun little time killer, but I'm a simulation nerd. Okay. I need motorsport, gotcha. so I'm, I, I'll probably get Horizon Five at some point if it's a sale or something. But I'm not jumping to that one. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. One game we got to give some love to, though, is this fun little survival game. It's a little smaller, but it's a, uh, it's a sci-fi game, so I'm trying to stay on topic. It's called Imperion. I've been playing that a lot. Yes, if you've heard of that game, fantastic. But it's this beautiful balance of survival, construction, and you know they're, they're throwing in missions now. The game's constantly getting updated. Got to give it some love. I got to give it a shout out because it has given me many, many hours. It's one of those games where I can start a new save over and be happy about it and not worry about all the stuff i've lost nice nice nice. i think i have that one on steam i've not i have not yet booted it up so i might do that this weekend oh yeah it's great because it's good for single player it's good to play local co-op with your friends you there's dedicated servers run off your computer or you can join the windows public online servers it's got it's got the works nice I love I love having those kind of options, you know, where you can you can play it with friends, you can play it by yourself, you can play it. And, and Elite is like that too. That's something I like about yes. Elite is that you yes. know if you want to, if you're like I can't human today, you can go into solo, <laughs> right? Or exactly. if you're like I want to, I need the satisfaction of it was a bad day at work. I need the satisfaction of destroying other people's ships. Drop it open, <laughs> you know. There you go. Uh, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, that's that's good to know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check out Imperium this weekend. Hey, and if you're looking for someone to play with, hit me up. I'll, uh, hey, I'll show absolutely. you the ropes. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I could I could definitely use help. I'm not I'm not the best at survival games. Psychic will attest to that. It's, it's I can't really even survive. <laughs> I can't survive one round of Phasmo. Phasmo that's not a survival like, game. That's not a survival game. Don't you even? It bring is that. for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad I am at them. It is for oh, no. me. Oh no! Yeah, well, so, but I okay. Well, I do appreciate about this one is the survival aspect. You got to take care of your temperature, your food, and so on. This one doesn't right. make it like a chore. Oh, you know, nice. for example, you go into those survival mods like in Skyrim, for example, it just becomes like, oh, I'll just carry a bunch of cheese in my inventory and I'll be good every five minutes or something. It, it doesn't right. become that. Um, so there's lots of ways to do it. I'm not going to get to too crazy detail, but it does. I feel it personally, I feel it does a very good job at creating a balance of managing your survival and not making it a chore. Nice. That's cool. I like it. <laughs> I think, I think I that's think it for are. all of the uh, regular questions, but we do have a lightning round. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> People who come prepared for the lightning round. I love it. Yes. It's good stuff. So, so as you have listened to the show before, you know what this is. This is something we throw in right towards the end for fun. Um, mm-hmm. And if you can answer as quickly and as air quotes accurately as possible. And if you are ready. I'm ready. Perfect. Then we'll begin. What's your favorite ship? Federal Corvette. What's your least favorite ship? Overrated Cobra Mark III. What's the best ship in the game? Viper Mark III. What's the worst ship in the game? that t7 what's your favorite <laughs> station uh m gorbachev it is a beautiful vacation port favorite system jordanheim or odin banish the ice giants <laughs> true or false you can get a free anaconda at hutton orbital it is true do you take engineered or vanilla modules in your ships 
Engineered is the way to go. Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Federation. Who is your favorite power play leader? The T-1000 Terminator Robert Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? Fuel rats. I actually just used them for the first time the other day. (laughs) Awesome. Um, If you have low hull, do you call the whole seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best or do you suicide? I actually carry repair limpets for myself. (laughs) Perfect. True or false, there is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Oh, I hope so, because they'll give me a reason to go somewhere. <laughs> Thargoids, friend, foe, or as of yet undetermined? I've never met one, but I heard they're good on toast. <laughs> and finally, flight assist, <laughs> on or off? I toggle it as needed. Perfect. Excellent. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Is there anything <laughs> we haven't talked about or covered today that you would like to talk about? Yes, I actually have a question for you guys. Okay, sure. um, okay, I love this. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm so ready. you you guys have a question that what what keeps you logging into the game? And my question to you is, what keeps you logged into the game once you're in? Ooh. And to give you an idea, my version of that is, you guys know I have that little role play thing I do with my friends. You know, right. once I'm logged in, you, you know, there'd be lots of games where you could play like, oh, I want to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I want to be a pirate. You log in, and it's like, you know, I just got to blow up ships. I don't want to do. You log off three minutes later. This. You know, for me, so I have that ability to make my own story. I log in. I know what I want to do. You know, I create my own story. That's what keeps me logged in once I'm in. That's a good question. Um, it I used think to for be. Me, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You get no. to go first. <laughs> okay. It, for <laughs> me, it definitely used to be the BGS. <laughs> and we've and I, I and I've spoken about this, and I've spoken about this with um some uh, other people before that um it used to get to the point where I felt like I was uh, um the only person um in my old faction that felt for a really long time that I was the only person doing the BGS, and I was hearing about these oh. wonderful other things that other people were doing, and I was like it was huge faction and I was very much like head down. I need to do this. Otherwise we're going to lose an election or otherwise we're going to lose the system or otherwise this, and I have to keep playing and I have to keep playing. And it, it, it obviously that is not sustainable when, when doing something you you love becomes a job. Oh yes. Then you're not going to want to play anymore. And I, I think we have, um, we have a really nice, bunch of folks now who um who like everyone has got a little bit of an interest in the bgs so they will dip in and out so i don't feel like that pressure um in this in this new faction i don't feel that pressure to be doing that as for what keeps me logged in now finding the next story or if i pick up a, Mm. a story thread or something like that or some part of law and i'm like I need to find out what the next bit is. I need to find out the next bit along this way. Where where am I going next? Right, Kaizen and, would like that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, yep. and it's also like the um, if I'm exploring, is it going to be the next jump that I find? I find the perfect mm-hmm. system 
What about yeah. the next jump? If it's not that one, what about the jump after that? I jumped right. I jumped 43 yep. systems the other day and I didn't find a single <laughs> earth like when I was looking specifically for an <laughs> earth like and I was trying to set everything. I I I rolled the dice in my favor. I was um following everything that I was supposed to, all of the right systems and all of that nonsense that I am uh, was supposed to be following. Everything was supposed to be like everything was supposed to be coming up psychic, like but no. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely nothing. But it didn't stop me uh, playing, and it's just like, and that's that, that's what's beautiful. That next that's, thing that could be around the corner, and also that's the FOMO. magic of elites. Yeah. Absolutely, FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out entirely, always. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of the same thing for me. Is because I love exploring. I love uh, I love just kind of getting out there and and pointing my ship in a direction and going. It's what's going to happen when I drop out of hyperspace on this jump. Like, what am I going to see? What am I going to find? Is there going to be something is, is this a system nobody's been to before? And I'm going to see something that nobody else knows is in the game. Or is this, I'm going to drop out in, Oh, this is a system that, you know what? This is that system. Everybody talks about where like HIP three, six, six, Oh one, this is where all of those rare earth things used to be. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this is the cologne. Oh my gosh. I'm in Colonia. Like realizing <laughs> that I've gotten to the end of a journey. Right. And, and that's where I'm at. Like, so it's always the, what am I going to see? Like, as soon as I pull that trigger for a system honk, what am I going to find in this system? And, and yeah. what's that, what's that going to mean for me as a, as a commander in the game? That is awesome. Cause both your stories are motivating me even more and more to get, finally get out into the black. <laughs> it's, like it's worth it. The, the, it's worth it. The worst part about exploring is <laughs> the worst part about exploring is that it will keep you up all night long because you'll be like, well, just one more jump. <laughs> right. <laughs> one, it's always one, one more jump. jump. <laughs> and, and you can't say like, well, when I run out of fuel, I'll stop because you have a fuel scoop and you don't <laughs> run out of fuel. It's like, <laughs> I would, I would recommend if you, if you, you're starting off exploring, especially, especially at the moment with everything that is going down. And especially I would always wait to wait to explore until like maybe a weekend or a Friday because if, yeah. because the server tick is on the third, Thursday and I love a Thursday ah. because normally shenanigans happen on a Thursday. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, Starports um, get set on fire. The next bit of a story, the CGs start on a Thursday. So um, when you're starting out exploring, I would say wait until after a Thursday and then do a shorter trip out to begin with. Okay. Es- especially because, um, especially because it's there's so much going on at the moment and. I'd, I'd hate to say go out for a really long way, but you can get out with, with like a 40, 40 odd light year jump range or even further than that. You can get out a fair way in like one session and then turn around and come back on the next session. Um, okay. And yep. that's that. Then you've got like loads of fast discoveries, well, loads, probably loads of fast discoveries, loads of fast footfalls, maybe some exo bio data now as well. So there's lots of stuff that you can find but not very far from the bubble. You don't have to go yeah. the other side of Sagittarius A to find something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's, right, yeah, that's my really initial, 
Yeah, because my initial exploration goal was that, I think it's called Barnard's Loop. It's that red one just yeah, yeah, behind yeah. Uh, the bubble. Yeah, I was thinking of going out there. I know that's not too far. It's not too crazy. So I dip my foot into exploration with I that mean, one. I mean, if you, if, you if you went to HIP 366601 for the, um, I think that's the name, for the for yeah. the rules back in the day, you were halfway yep. there. Like yep. maybe three quarters of the way there. So um, it... it that one is just a little bit difficult because there's a lot of permit lock systems around it, but you can get there. Mm -hmm. I've been there and it's very, very red and very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Very good to know. (laughs) If anybody wants to connect with you or get to know you any, any further, where can they find you online? Okay. Well, being as I'm not much of a content creator, there's, you know, a few places you could still kind of contact me. There's my discord as well. Um, you can find me. Let's see how I open that up real quick. Here we go. <laughs> uh, it is tainted jester, two words, uh, hashtag six zero nine five. You can add me there. If you want to talk to me, ask me questions, fly with me. Um, you know, if you're, if you like, cars and photography my instagram is uh phantom cruise one word spelled c-r-u-z-e um and really aside from that you know i'm not really on twitter facebook's more of a personal thing so i'm not putting Mm -hmm. that up there but you know aside from that you can find me in game commander phantom cruise two words c-r-u-z-e um always looking to fly with people always looking to join some people help some people if you're you're new you're looking to get into the basics of the game basics of combat that's where you'll find me excellent Excellent. Well, thank you nice. so much for for coming on and joining us. It's been yeah. really lovely to get to know you over the course of this hour. It's been awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this awesome opportunity. It was so nice speaking to you guys. You were always so friendly and I was so looking forward to this. You guys are awesome to talk to. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, the, the Corvette's the best ship in the game. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, that does seem to be the case. <laughs> yeah. That's. A, I mean, it's, it's. We just heard it. It, it was know. just pronounced that the Corvette is the best ship in the game. Um, I do have to say, I was very pleased to hear uh, to hear the Clipper mentioned. Uh, not in the <laughs> not not in the best ship category, which made me sad, but it was wow. mentioned during the during our talk, so that makes me happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's almost it's almost as if he knew, <laughs> right? Oh right. man, um, just I really enjoyed that. I really, yeah. I, as predicted, I thought um, I thought that was a wonderful conversation to have. Um, what? Yeah, definitely. What a lovely, lovely perspective as well. That that perspective of wanting, like, it, it's such a, a common thing for Elite Dangerous players mm-hmm. is to want to have other people play the game and have that longevity of other people play the game. Yeah. Um, it's so important, though. Yeah. Um, and it's such a common thread that I've seen. There's not that many people who are like, oh, new players, fresh, oh, fresh meat, om, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> They're like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's proper. How can we help? What can we do to keep you playing? Yeah. And um, more of that, please. Yeah, it's, it's not enough that, that you join the game and you play and I, I like teach you how to do something like I teach you about engineering or I teach you how to fly your ship or, you know, I help you learn flight assist off. It's what can I do to make sure that you continue to enjoy this game and keep logging in and that you get as much fulfillment out of playing the elite dangerous as I do. 
Like yeah. that's what people who that's what commanders seem to want to pass on is not just the how to play the game, but how to love the game, how to love keep mm. keeping that that return to the game, which was kind of I love the fact that he had a question for us. Yeah. Um, and and I, yeah, I, and I it, really I, like the question. It properly threw me a, fu- a curveball as yep. well to the extent that yep. I think I think it might be something that we may implement in future. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I think, a really good question. What what is it that keeps you logging back in, but what keeps you playing? Right. I think is because yeah. the, I'm not going to lie. The first thing that came into my head was, well, I keep playing because my stream's not finished yet, and I know that's a very, <laughs> I know that's a very sort of like simplistic way to um, way to look at it. But to some extent, I log in at the beginning of my stream, and then when my stream finishes, I finish what I was intending to do, and then I log out. It's it, uh, yeah. I'm very busy at the moment and it's very difficult for me. My playing games time is predominantly during that time that I play I'm I'm on stream. Right. There's not a lot of extra time to play a video game that I can sink as many hours into as with Elite. Cause it it's it's yeah. it's not for me a game. It's not for me that a game that I can I can pick up and play one round of Overwatch, or I can pick up and I can load in and I can play like yeah. a a battle royale, uh, unmentioned battle royale, or something like that. If I'm going to log into Elite, I know that I'm going to be investing some time into it, right. which is why which is why for like it, I personally feel that it works really well for long form content, but then. Yeah. And that that gets really technical. Then it's like, well, if you're only playing it to stream it, why are you still playing? And it's because you love the game. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because, because I'm, the, I'm not going to do anything. I, I I'm not going to do anything I hate. Right. Right. <laughs> you enjoy it just as much when you're creating content as you yeah. do when you're not. Um, it's just if that's the long form, if that works best as long form content, and your streams are at least three or four hours, it's a natural go-to, yeah. you know, because yeah. like you said, you know, you could, you could grab a match in Luminous Gate, you know, at, at, you know, two o'clock in the morning, you wake up and you can't sleep and you can play. And then 30 minutes later, you're back asleep again. And then exactly. you've, played, you've played a couple of rounds. Um, but you, it's tough to do that with elite. Cause you get in, you get in your ship, get everything set up. You figure out what you're going to get do. You go to start doing it. And it's already been an hour. Like yeah. it's it just demands yeah. a little bit of your attention. So. And sometimes with you, Mal, you've barely got into the ship by that point. <laughs> <laughs> just out of curiosity, I feel at seen. What, <laughs> <laughs> at what point? At what point do our closing segments of the um the shows stop being talking about the guests and then just turn into free therapy for each other? I'm not quite sure when that. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> with that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> that is all for this week <laughs> you can browse our episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website flightassistpodcast.com and you can stay up to date by following us on twitter at flightassist underscore ed remember this podcast is all about commanders and communities and that means you we'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests and if you're an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest we need to know that too 
Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ed, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons. Atom Farin, Baron von Marlon, Commander Reese Slang, Crispy Tatertot, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Slightly Dave, Timis V2, and Tomax99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Ralph for the win. Handing the controls back to you. Flight assist off.